I never thought that I would be one to be like down with capitalism, but I'm I'm feeling that way yes, exactly. today. That is that is how I feel this day. Oh my god. Um I am up with robot DJ though. Well, oh yeah, for sure. And uh, DJ Daft Punk can DJ Daft Punk can run my wedding. That's was he fine. on stilts? I don't know. It, was it a person? <laughs> he was taller than everyone else. Was it a person? Look, look. Now we're talking about robot person rights, and I just think that's not what this podcast is about. I think that's a different podcast. That's a different podcast. Here comes the bride, all dressed in. Why do we do half the things we still do at weddings? And who's gonna write all those checks? It's my wedding industrial complex. This podcast is My My Wedding Wedding Industrial Complex. Complex. The wedding podcast for people who are afraid of weddings. Yes. And uh, you're Liz. And you're Tegan. And we are friends. We are friends. (laughs) And I'm getting married. And I'm not. (laughs) And I also don't believe in weddings really as a concept. Tegan thinks that they're fictional. Well, yeah. They've never happened in her I've never been to one. Um, I couldn't tell you. It's like I think how, it's all holograms. It's like how my parents think that Martin Mull and Terry Gar are the same person because they've never been in the same room. Right. I mean, do you know that? Do you know do they've you? never been in the they same room? They were both on Hollywood Squares, but at different times. Hmm. Seems suspect. Seems suspect. So um, this podcast is not about Martin Mull or Terry Gar. Well, it could be. Well, that's another episode, though. <laughs> we, we'll do an episode about them, but it, it'll just be a full-on tangent. Martin Mull Industrial <laughs> Complex. <laughs> My Industry Mull Wedding My Complex. My Martin Industrial Mall Wedding Complex. I think we're working too hard at this. <laughs> um, Tegan. Yes. Tegan, we did a thing today. We did do a thing today. What we did we do today? We got in the car and we drove to a thing. Yes, we did. Which is a thing that is not typical for Chicagoans to no, do. No, we don't do that a lot. No, um, but we got in this butt weather. Yeah, it's it's butt weather currently. It's cold ass butt weather. It's it's very butt. <laughs> um, but no, we we got into my into my Nissan and we drove out to Rosemont, Illinois, to a convention the center, Donald E. Stevens Convention Center. For, what did we do that for, Liz? Oh. You know, looking back, no real reason. That's not an existential <laughs> question. I mean, literally, why did we go? We literally went for the um, the bridal expo that has a title, but I think I already recycled the name of the paper. Well, did you see a name? No, I don't know. It was some <laughs> kind of wedding expo. I don't fucking know. Oh, uh, so we went to a bridal expo because we figured you sh- should for this podcast. You not should really. know what it's like. America. You should know. We did it mostly for posterity. I gave my phone number to a fair amount of people who I will be ignoring calls from. Yeah. Um, the pure romance people were especially, <sighs> that was especially a tricky one. I felt bad. Well, that's what they count on. They count on you feeling bad. You're right. MLMs, man. They make you feel sad when, they when they're not, when you're not agreeing to what they ask you for. <sighs> so let's talk through the, ex- the whole experience. The experience. The experience. I got experience. I got an email from the knot, I think. And I get that a lot. I get that a lot. They contact me all the time. Oh um, but they wanted me to come to this bridal expo that was like touted as like the biggest in the Midwest or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they said you could have free passes if you signed up online and you could bring for free 
like as I think the knot said like up to ten guests. Jesus Christ! And I'm like what? Who has ten guests at a bridal expo? I guess some people do. That seems insane. But like, how would you ever? You'd lose them immediately. Oh yeah, there's no way you would all stay together. No. Well, maybe in this one. Maybe, yeah. Because <laughs> turns out it was not as big if, as it was touted to if be. This is the biggest in the Midwest. There's not a lot of Midwestern bridal shows. There, yeah. There's really not. Um, I had no idea really what to expect. I have I, I've uh, never been to a Midwestern bridal conference before. Never been to a bridal conference before. Yeah, I've been to. I've. I think this is one of the one of the few times in my life I've been inside of a convention center. Oh really? I yeah. went to a board game convention this past year. Yeah, and I think that I've been to some like like I've acts. I know that I've walked through like craft fairs that seemed just like conventions but for crafts uh-huh. yeah but that's about it i think this was perhaps a larger operation oh yes oh and an industrial one at that oh yes so okay so we went there and and what happened when we arrived we arrived and walked for uh we parked and walked for 10 years mm-hmm. to exhibit a which which sounds like a murder scene and it might have been who it might have been at one point, but at that would be point, a mystery I would watch is like a murder at the bridal, at the bridal expo. expo. I am certain CSI did an episode about they that. They should. <laughs> if they didn't, they should. They should. Um, so you arrive, you come down these, the set of escalators and there is a coat check where an old lady and a young lady will be talking about um, manicures when you arrive as well as when you leave. <laughs> Three hours later. It's an interesting uh, little time loop. They it's, only start speaking when someone draws clear. It's like an clear, NPC. Near. <laughs> I was trying to say close and near at the close same time. Clear. When they've become clear, then they can talk. But yes. until you've gotten rid of all your suppressive personalities. And, until you've gotten close to Xenu, it's yeah. not going to happen. Um, so Scientology you, jokes. You give your coat to the Scientologist <laughs> and then you walk over to their like registration table, which is like the least involved registration table I have ever seen in my life at a oh, convention. Yeah. There was nothing there except for three ladies who were handing me, who handed me like a baby blue colored raffle ticket. Yeah. And nothing else. It said bride. Yes. They got to give you the sticker that says bride. They had stickers for bride and groom and the groom one, I will say was considerably less used. Yeah. I think they had more spools for the bride one, too. I should have put on the one that said groom. I was going to ask if you wanted to do that, but we were in front of them, and I didn't want to. Then they give you the go-ahead to just go in. And so the internet makes you think that you have to pay $10 to go in or sign up online. Turns out you need to do neither thing. You just say, hello, I'm here. Hello, I am the bride. Here you go. And then, then you walk in. And you walk in. And on your way in, a man hands you a plastic bag to carry all your swag that you get. And a piece of paper that says, sign up for this and you'll get, you could possibly win $250,000 or like a Chevy Spark. No, no. What uh, was it? It was, it was, you could either win $125,000 oh. or two Corvette Stingrays, which Why seems weirdly specific. Right. Like you don't need two of I'm them. I'm going to strap one to each of my feet. <laughs> and, and then you're going to turn yourself into a giant Jean-Claude person? Jean-Claude Van Damme. Okay, great. <laughs> Um, how big do you think Jean-Claude Van Damme is? Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> That's not an answer. That's not an answer. Do you think he is 20 feet tall? What I'm saying is he does that like split thing. Oh, sure. Where he like rolls between two cars. Is that what you're planning to do with these two Corvettes? That's what I'm saying. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, 
So you don't have to sign up for anything except he hands you this raffle thing. Mm -hmm. And I got about halfway through writing my name and email on it until I noticed the giant like set of caveats at the bottom that was like, if you fill this out, you give us consent to put you on an auto dialer that will call you all the time so that you don't miss our call in quotes is what that said. Yeah. And And I said, oh, nope. And I put that piece of paper into my plastic baggie and carried it with me home to the trash. Um, Yeah, which was a good choice, I think. Tegan, describe your initial impression of the room that we were in. Well, it's a it's a big old fucking room mm-hmm. uh, that clearly can be one open unit. Um, it looks like it could be like parking garage sized. Yeah, looks like it could be. They cordoned it off. Yeah, they cordoned it off, so it's like three aisles worth of like booths where you can you can go. Um, and so we started walking down, and it was immediately like just an onslaught of like people everywhere and everyone at every booth is trying to talk to you. Like the second you walk up, it's like walking into, especially to me because I was wearing that sticker that marked me as fresh meat. I, right. Because you had the sticker on that said bride, which is like, that's why they put that on you. Not so you can like feel special, but so that people can know who to yell their wares at. Yeah. And people would start like moving towards you and talking to you about a thing before you'd even know what their booth was about. Mm -hmm. This one man was like, I assume you're the bride. Congratulations. When's your wedding? And I'd be like, whoops, I have to go walk up with my friend who's ahead of me. Bye. Goodbye. I have no idea what that man was selling, but I saw him three times. bingo card of things we expected to see things we expected to see we did not get as many of them as we were anticipating we were hoping for coverall we almost got there we got pretty close yeah um we were missing a couple things we were missing from this were uh a horse and carriage vendor Vendor. um Uh, a cake that looked inedible yeah a cake with like inedible fondant decorations Mm -hmm. uh cake toppers that would make us mad yes um something racially insensitive something racially insensitive uh Unnecessary wedding apps. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't see any of those. And, oh, I was going to say outsized technology, but then as we were leaving. (laughs) As we were leaving, we discovered that there was, okay, so the one thing that we did not put on our list that we should have, Mm -hmm. uh, there were two DJs with Top Knots who worked for the same DJ company. Mm -hmm. It was either you had, like, hip, young, Top Knot DJ or, like, old, frumpy, like, middle-aged white guy DJ. Right. Those were your two DJ options. And yeah. so the, the guys with the top knots did not work at the DJ company that I'm about to tell you about. So as we were leaving, so we did a sweep of every aisle thrice. Yes. Just for posterity. And, and because to try we were bunt sure cakes. We, to try bunt cakes, which we will get to. <laughs> but also because we were sure we must have missed something important. Yeah. Spoiler, because, we hadn't. Well, it felt, first of all, we walked through it and I was like, I think we did it all. And that took us like 15 minutes. Yeah, it was very brief. And then... I realized that what I was doing was walking through and trying to avoid talking to everyone, which like is not the point of a bridal expo. Right. You're supposed to talk to everyone. That's why people are there. Right. So then we went back through and I tried to talk to a bunch of people for posterity's sake. And I started to get panic attacky about midway through the second and a half time through. Yeah. But then they gave us mac and cheese. Yeah, we did get free mac and cheese, but then we saw what we saw. Like this is some of the stuff we offer. And one of their services is, a robot DJ. What was his name? He had like a thing. He had a name and I don't remember what it was. But you made Tom Haverford face at me real hard when you saw it. I did, which is <laughs> fitting because it was like DJ Roomba 
meets Daft if Punk. If DJ Roomba was a transformer who transformed into Daft Punk, mm-hmm. that's, that's what, what it would this be like. DJ was. And we were watching a video that looked like it could have been at a wedding, but it was the largest wedding I'd ever it seen. It was a rave wedding. It, it was, was a, like everyone people. had glow sticks, but also given that episode of Four Weddings that we just watched, <laughs> apparently everybody has glow sticks at their weddings now. It's I didn't thing. hear about this. That's why I knew it was a wedding. That and was because they were glow sticks, right? And there was that one lady who was wearing in the video like one of those red tube dresses that I always see someone at a wedding wearing. Oh yeah, if no one at my wedding wears a red tube dress, I'll be very upset. Yeah, that's a requirement. That's you a should requirement. put it on all the RSVPs. I'm not officially married until someone with a red tube dress is at my wedding. Yep, <laughs> um, seems fair. But uh, okay, so we saw DJ Roomba, DJ Roomba, <laughs> which which to be fair, like I'm to clarify, this is not just like an iPod. Like no. that's not what I mean when I say it was a robot DJ. So I mean full dude. It was a full sized Daft Punk costume. Oversized man in a light up Daft Punk costume. A whole his whole costume lit up, not just his, his whole head. costume. Like it was a full robot suit. And he like may he may have been like on he was, stilts. He looked like he should have been in Tron. He did. He looked like he could have ridden a weird thin motorcycle to the party. Right. And he was like hyping up the crowd and like must have been on stilts if it was in fact a person in there and not an actual robot. Oh my God. Could you imagine falling over in that? Cannot confirm. Cannot confirm. (gasps) Might've been a real robot. Who's to say? If he fell over in that and uh, neon gas leaked out into the party. Yeah, that'd be bad. It'd be bad. I doubt it was neon. I don't think so. I think they would just light up LEDs. LEDs. Um, No one uses neon anymore. This is 2018, Liz. Girl. Um, So, okay. So here's the deal of what we wound up doing. We did the first sweep, and it was 15 minutes long, and we were like, that's it? Because it really was just like three aisles of stuff. Yeah, three aisles, and and not that many free samples. No. No. TBH. We did eat a lot of bunt cake. Yes, from a place called Nothing Bunt Cakes. Nothing Bunt Cakes, which is apparently a national chain, but whenever is I it? it is, whenever I say it, <laughs> I feel like I'm doing the accent, the like made up accent that John Mulaney and Nick Kroll do in Oh Hello, <laughs> Nothing Bunt Cakes. Ah, Nothing Bunt Cakes. Ah, John I'm sure I'm Gil Faisan and Nothing Bunt Cakes. Um and they were tasty, but were and you know what? Now that you mention it, if you if it is actually a national chain, I can totally understand both why the uh, booth people were like not the most enthusiastic about talking to us, yeah. and why that raspberry cake tasted like beaver anus instead of like real raspberry. Oh yeah, because it's not a like homespun. It's a yeah, it's a chain. Like they yeah. got them all over the U.S. Yeah. So, but the chocolate one was good. The chocolate one was very good. Um. So the first time through, we did not much except for be very bewildered and try not to talk to everyone. Mm-hmm. And the second time through, I tried to talk to a few-ish people to to get maximum samples because these samples, though they may seem free, come at the expense of your personal information. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then... Freedom uh, ain't free, y'all. Freedom ain't free. Ugh. <laughs> um, so let's talk through some of these vendors. Yes. Who did I talk to? You talked to... Uh, the pure romance lady. Oh, that was a mistake. You <laughs> talked to uh, the knife guy. The knife guy. Okay, wait. Pure romance lady. Pure romance, for those of you who don't know, is one of those multi-level marketing schemes that- That was a point in our bingo card. It was a point in our bingo card. We had a multi-level marketing scheme thing that we could have crossed out four or five times over. Yeah. Um, but this one is about sexy time things. Yeah. It's a it's like Tupperware parties, but for sex toys. It, oh, it's sex toys. Yeah. Okay. Because I know that like it's like oils and stuff too. It's it's like 
it's oils and vibrators. It's like, <laughs> it's like, I can just imagine like a sign for a shop that's like oils and apostrophe vibrators. Yeah. Well, okay. It's basically like if someone brought a shittier taboo taboo into your house. Oh. That's what it is. Do they sell like pinup dresses too? Probably not. No. That's why I said a shittier taboo. A shittier taboo. one. <laughs> a, taboo, a taboo taboo that has like no, no clothes and no kinky stuff. Oh. They're like, like so, vanilla sex toys? Yeah, vanilla. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not, we're not talking about, like, you know, gimp suits and leather. Like, <laughs> this is not. Oh, this makes me think of, I saw an article about, like, bridal beauty that, like, is on a website that I normally find very down to earth. But this, like, article was like, this is what I do for my, like, facial routine. And you don't have to do the same thing, but this is all the tools I use. And it involved not one, but two different machines like that you could bring into your home that both look like sex toys I have seen in my life. One of them was well, one of those like um they look like they're teardrop shaped and they vibrate and they're like cleaners for your face. They're just like little bumpies. Oh yeah, those guys. And then the other one was vibrator shaped, but it had a hole in it that was eye shaped and you're supposed to put it on your eye and let it rock on your dark circles. All right, so and absolutely, oh, it's gone on some lady's clit. Okay, <laughs> let's let me rewind briefly. So, when you say it is vibrator shaped, do you mean it's penis shaped? shaped? Okay, so you're yes. putting you're putting a it's penis also, on your eye. It is also pink and made of medical grade silicone, and it's got a hole in it. It's got a hole in it, like, like a penis like, do. No, 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 no. Like and a you needle put it on does. your eye, like a needle does, but the head of a needle. The eye of a needle, not the head of a needle. The head of a penis, the eye of I, a needle. I cannot <laughs> picture this. I am exclusively okay, okay, picturing okay. a dildo. Yes. Okay. So a dildo, okay. but at the business end that you would normally put on lady parts, put a hole in it like the eye of a needle. Okay. I wish so I had just, a pen. So Hang it on. just looks like a horribly mutilated penis is what you're saying. Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, I'm good. All right, good. Well, as long as I'm picturing it correctly, that's all I need, really. So it looks like this. You're drawing a penis, I see. It's a penis. Uh -huh. It looks like a little rocket ship because well, this is the battery pack. Little rocket ship. But so it looks like this. a vibrator. That's empty space. Looks like a vibrator that is also no face from Spirited Away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, all imagine right. that, but pink, and it this this piece here rocks back and forth on your eyeball it looks yeah it just looks like a penis that's a little bit wrong yep <laughs> yep great it's supposed to be for under eye bags which there was also several booths for that several under eye bag ladies under eye bags tummy fixer fixer i don't know for your tummy gunk this is okay this is a thing that i find particularly irking about certain weight loss like Ugh. specifically okay weight loss uh, supplements and services and whatever weight loss fill in the blank that is specifically targeted towards women always uses the word tummy, right? Which is like the grossest, most infantilizing tummy. thing. And I'm like, don't, don't fucking don't start with me about this. Don't We're talk to me like I'm a four year old child. Not be your tummy and your hiney. It's so gross. And your it's widow like legs. <laughs> And you're going to get your little baby bird wings all tightened up. Wow. <laughs> um, so there it. were a couple of those people. There were. Those people. Oh, but the pure romance people, yes. they sell sex toys. Do you think they also sell eye massagers? I, well, I think they sell something massagers. I play a running game with myself of like every time I encounter a thing that like is ostensibly for something else, but is definitely a vibrator. Oh, yeah. And it used to you just be You mean like these microphones we're talking into? No, these don't vibrate. <laughs> 
I'm talking well, but like, they could. They, could, they could if be, they did. If you put enough electricity into something, you can make anything vibrate, baby. <laughs> you sound like a sex toy entrepreneur. I think that uh, <laughs> did you want to start your own business at home? Uh, I have a lot of opportunities that are available to you right now. Liz is Guess starting what? an MLM. This is right because now. I gave a pure romance lady my phone number, and it works like a werewolf bite. Where oh like, yeah, now I'm a now pure you're tra- now person. you're a pure romance person. <laughs> that is how it works. That's how it works. So I gave that woman my phone number and I'll be ignoring her calls until the end of time. Sure. Um, unless I win something. And then you'll have to ignore them even more. Oh, right. Because if, if you I win, win something, something, she's going to want to talk to you for the rest of your life. Oh, that was a mistake. You've I been shouldn't bitten. have talked to them. Well, listen, we were there. What are you going to do? Um, and then around the corner, there was a lady. There was a bunch of ladies doing a thing called. It works. It works. It just know. works. It's a, it's a How's dumb it name for it, like. A supplement question mark I that also is like medical tape that you wrap around your stomach to make it better. I it looks like green no medical tape that you stick to your tummy and but, it makes your tummy not fat well, anymore. I hate you so much. <laughs> but also like all the stuff on the table was like supplements. And there was like little bottles of water that had green gritty stuff in it. Right. And they so, were like free samples for brides. And I did this thing where I was like, for posterity, I should try this. And I stood in front of it, and they were all occupied with other brides. And I counted to three and said, that's enough time. And that's, we walked I've away. I've given it enough now. I'm yes. going to go away. We started walking away, and I was like, oh, maybe I should go back and do that. And Tina was like, no, 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 you're done. Let's it's, go. We've, we've passed we've on passed now. It. It's done. <laughs> the, the moment has passed. Um, uh, there was a photo booth. There were several photo booths. There were booth several photo booths. Places. The first one we encountered was called like Hipster Booth. Yeah, which is just like just exactly what you think it is. Just a regular booth. photo booth but with a whole have. bunch of shitty props and stuff. Right. Pillows made of pugs. Mm-hmm. Not made of pugs. <laughs> oh, God. Pillows that look like That's pugs. That's like a dark, like, 101 Dalmatians sequel. It's Pillows fucking, made of puppies. You're killing pugs to make photo booth accessories. Oh, God. No, no, no. Not that. Thanks, millennials. Millennials <laughs> killing dogs. Like, you're killing the wedding industry. Um, no, this other photo booth that we saw was, a oh, very, it was very extra. We crossed it off. Well, we had already crossed off the, the one item that probably cost Liz's whole wedding budget, but it's a, on our bingo sheet, on our bingo sheet. But this is a, it looks like a tiny house. It does. And I think it's just called like the little tiny house. Yes. And it's a room that you go into and there's a camera mounted in the wall. It's like a whole structure. It's a physical Building, building that they bring to your wedding to put your like your photo booth lives in. I guess it's for outdoor weddings. It's very extra. It's so extra. The props looked fine. Sure, but it's a house. It's literally a small house. There's a couch in there you sit it's on. It's like a shed. It's like the size of a, of a large garden shed. It's a shed on wheels. And, and they, they just bring, bring it, it to your party. fucking wedding. And, and you and sit in it and you get photos made of your mug and they print them out. Yeah. And that sounds cool. But it sounds but like why? It's so expensive. Um, yes, that's too much money yeah, very for a photo. Es- very expensive. Uh, the thing right next to it. Remember that giant purple ostentatious booth that oh, I don't yes. know what they were selling. It was like a wedding planner, I think, or like a wedding like decorator. Decor- yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that was very extra. That was extra. That was a that was like a, a centerpiece that was just made of like crystal flowers yes. and like purple LED lights and and like in an upside down crystal chandelier that was like. Probably like five feet tall. Yep. It was. And there were all these very bored women sitting around. It it was very. It wasn't a good booth. No, it was very much a lot. And it was next to both 
the tiny house photo booth that everybody kept going into to get their photos taken uh-huh. and a party bus that I think they were all getting a sales pitch to with the lights going on inside the bus. Oh, I'm certain they were. They okay. were like, look how great it can be Look inside this, this party bus. Don't you want to book it now? DJs? The, this is what I observed. A lot of the time I was not paying attention to what songs were being played. I was just like, oh, it is vague. Let's get lit music. Uh-huh. Then I realized all of a sudden that we were listening to a dance remix of What's Going On by Four Non Blondes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like with a oomph, oomph, oomph behind it. <laughs> and then subsequently, just after that, was uh, a remix of Mambo Number no. 5. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is like a, a thing I hadn't heard since my like eighth grade dance. Oh, yeah. So I've got some questions. These DJs. Is this the direction in which wedding DJs are going nowadays? In which case, no one invite me to your wedding. No, don't come into your wedding. I'll come to Liz's wedding. But other than, after that, I'm done. Don't, no don't more weddings. Don't come to no more weddings. Um... So we saw those people. Yep. Who else of note did we see? Oh, I got my spine evaluated. Yes, you certainly did. Um, there's one thing I have noticed, and it is that every convention and event that holds more than 20 people at a time has a chiropractor there selling their wares. Is there crap in your water? No. Oh. I was just looking at You the were looking at it, and I was like, is there something wrong? No. I'm drinking a cup of water, and I was just looking inside the cup, and now it Liz is like, afraid that she's a bad host. I thought maybe I murdered you. Um... If but you did, I haven't found out yet. I'm giving it time. <laughs> um, this chiropractor uh, was for one of those like chiropractic brands that you see everywhere for everything, no matter what. And she acted surprised when I told her that I lived in Chicago. Because which... we kept kind of forgetting that we were technically in the suburbs. Yes. Because all these places were like, we're in Berwyn, we're in Des Plaines, we're in like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, we're, where? we live in Chicago, we you live assholes. in the city, why are you here? And then, it, yeah, and then I remembered that like the city does this weird like sploopy, teardroppy thing where like the highway is Chicago for a little while. Right, but and like. And then O'Hare is Chicago. But Rosemont is next to O'Hare, but is not technically Chicago. Yeah, it's like that weird like thing that bacteria does with the like sploopy little suction cups and pictures. Yep. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. electromic- electron microscope. Tell me more. Science. <laughs> um, but I got my spine evaluated because they yes. were offering a free spinal evaluation. And I've always thought to myself at every like gathering of more than 20 people that I've seen chiropractors at, I've been like, oh, I should get my spine evaluated. Sure. And I talked to the lady and she told me that I have a spine that says I'm carrying 20 pounds more weight than I should be. Because my head's too far forward. <laughs> it's right? like because your head is too far forward, like that is putting more pounds of weight onto the rest of your spine. On my spine? Yeah. Well, I'm broken. Sure, aren't we all? And then she was like, you can get it fixed for $20 today if I make you an appointment or $400 if you make an appointment later. And I was like, I don't think that's how insurance works. <laughs> I don't think that's real. I don't think so. And then I was like, well, I'm not going to make an appointment today. And she said, can I ask why? In this like desperate tone. And I remembered that I was at a convention where everyone, including the chiropractor, is trying to sell me something. Uh-huh. Uh, and I told her that I can't make decisions right now. And I ran away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had to tell a lady trying to sell me fake energy that I can't make decisions without my fiance around. And I almost told her that I can't make financial decisions because I'm a woman. <laughs> also, please explain what you mean when you say fake energy. Fake energy. Because it just sounds like somebody's trying to sell you like off-brand like Red Bull. Crystals. Yeah. 
Um, so uh, our our energy supplier for electricity in Chicago is ComEd, Commonwealth Edison, and there's been this like I don't know really what to call it. I'm sure that it is a real energy supplier. Yeah, but it got this. It's have a weird scammy reputation because they've hired a bunch of people to be the representatives of it, and they all get paid on commission. I think. Yeah, and you go and people go to like door to door and are basically like, "Comment will still be like your your uh del- like delivery, delivery service, but like we want to provide you with like better, cleaner energy, and like please sign up and give us all your information right now today." And it's just like you're in my house, go mm-hmm. away. Yeah, and this woman caught me doing one of those things that they usually do, which is where they say like, hey, free thing for right now exclusively at our thing, which it turns out I think was either a water bottle or one of those teeny tiny fake hockey sticks. What? I don't know. What would you use that for? I think you use it for swatting flies. Small hockey? Small hockey. (laughs) Table hockey? Damon, (laughs) what do you use those tiny hockey sticks for? Nothing. Nothing? Really? Are they just decorative? The, like, short ones. Like, the one that your nephew got at a Hawks game or whatever that one time. Novelty? Just novelty? That's so disappointing. Or for hitting tiny hockey pucks if you're a tiny person. Tiny person hockey pucks. I just was imagining it had, like, a further purpose, but it's like... I think it doesn't. I think kind of like that game of blackjack that you played for no purpose. Oh, yeah! Anything is possible at a wedding expo. So I had to tell this comed lady that I wasn't interested in what she said was clean energy because I couldn't make decisions without my fiancé around. And she told me to make a phone call to my fiancé and come back and talk to her. And I said, sure, I'll do that, and walked away forever. Yeah, right. Um, but there was a lady who was selling insurance who made me play blackjack, and I asked her what we were playing for, and she said, Fun? And I was just standing there like, why? why? And are you implying that your business is akin to gambling? Yeah. Because I'm a little confused about how that's a good sales pitch for an insurance company. I mean, if you think about it, it absolutely is. Oh, sure. We're gambling that you will die and you're gambling. (laughs) Oh, no, we're gambling you won't die and you're gambling that you will. (laughs) Right. But like, that seems dork. It's pretty dork. Um, and they also had chair massages there, which like I sort of encouraged you to take. And I'm glad that you didn't, because now that I think of it, I didn't see anybody whose job it was to do them. There was a lady whose job it was to do them. She was sitting down looking at her phone, but also I feel like whenever you see a massage chair and a big fucking whiteboard sign that says free chair massage, one, that's either not going to be a very good chair massage or Mm -hmm. two, it is not actually free. Uh Uh-oh. And so I was like, what do you usually have to pay with your information? Oh, I have have no idea. I just like, it seemed so sketchy. And I was just walking around like, because this was on our final, (laughs) one of our final final passes through. And so I was just sort of standing there thinking like, I have now been conditioned by this event to believe that no one is trying to give me anything for free. I appreciate that you were there with me because I really do think that like I would have had a mental breakdown trying to both uh, like at the same time avoid people trying to sell me things and engage with engaging people. Yeah, to, like, absolutely. Get the information because it's like mostly all I want is information. I'm not going to make a decision here today. Right. I want your fucking brochure. Yeah. And I want to leave. Give me the information. Let me sign up for a sweepstakes so you Give can me a email free me sample, information. And then let me leave. Don't make me opt in to being text messaged by you for the rest of my life. Yeah. Don't make me opt in to being called by you for the rest of my life. Nope. Don't make me put my phone number down. Yeah. I think that it just all felt a lot more predatory than it should have because all I wanted was information from these people and maybe it's because, like, maybe it's because, like, they think the traditional wedding industrial complex brides do all the decision making themselves. Yeah. 
I think that has uh, a lot to do with it. Oh, you know, the, the fiance is just kind of along for the ride. That just occurred to me right now. Oh yeah. No, that's, that's absolutely what it is. I, Liz, haven't you heard weddings are all about the weddings bride? Weddings are the bride's special day. We've said this before, probably on this podcast, but our wedding is Damon's special day. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, it really is actually, it just actually surprised me that it Yeah, that was that's about, how it works. Oh, yeah. Like, you could just make that decision because you're the bride. I'm like, no, we made the money together to pay for the thing. Right. We're getting married together to do the married <laughs> To do the marriage. I'm going to need to talk to the boy to get the, uh, you know what? I'm sort of glad that, that Damon had to sit it out because like if he was there, then we would have had to be like, we choose not to engage with you Yeah, a lot more. Yeah. Oh God. Positive things. Yes. I got a set of shot glasses from a very well-meaning DJ. Shut say, sure. Why not K-N-O-T tr- give our DJ service a shot? Which is like too many jokes in one. Oh, it's a lot of words too. It's it. a lot to put on a shot glass. It is a lot to fit you're, on a shot You're glass. asking a lot of this shot glass, my dude. But he was a sweet guy. Um, I liked the bunt cakes. Bunt cakes. Nothing bunt cakes. I liked the bunt cakes. The bunt. That's cakes. who you are. <laughs> the police. <laughs> um, I liked uh, the barbecue people. Yep, city barbecue. Oh, that was good. But I will say, when we went to go talk to the city barbecue people, they we, like what had happened was the one of our previous passes through, I watched a man pull a giant slab of meat out onto a heat pad and start cutting it, and I went, "That sounds great." <laughs> and we walked around a second time and uh, appeared by them, and it was a booth for a barbecue place called uh, City Barbecue. Oh, City Barbecue. Are yeah. we going to just name places? That's fine, I guess. Oh, I mean, it's, I'm just saying. It's, it's a place. It's a business. We've named were nothing there. but cakes like eight times, nothing so I feel like cakes. we're not protecting anyone's identity. I forgot that we dropped that like nobody's business. Um. Anyway, so City Barbecue. We're not talking smack. No. This place was good. I will talk smack about the lady who's like their coordinator of catering, though. Whatever. She seems nice. She seems perfectly nice. It was just a strange moment with it the lemonade. It was a weird moment. So they have a lemonade stand that sounds great, actually, yeah. if you've got the budget for it, that they give you lemonade. And um, the end of list. And But she was talking about that, and she was like, do you guys have your caterer yet? And I was like, oh, no. And she's like, well, if you want to sign up for a tasting today in Berwyn, I'll like whatever. And I was like, oh, I don't want to sign up for anything today, but like I'd love to try or whatever. And she was like, okay. And she stood in front of the lemonade. There were samples in sample yes, cups. Sample but cups. she was just like putting her body in front of them. And yeah, we were like, are those for us to have? It was like clear I was not to reach around her. And right. I was like, okay. And I like turned away to go talk to the guy with the meat and the macaroni and cheese. And Tegan snatched a couple of cups of lemonade. I mean, listen, I'm not leaving without no lemonade. Yeah, and they were good fucking they lemonade. They were good lemonades. And then the mac and cheese was also the good. The mac and cheese was good. The mac and cheese and the brisket. I know you are a vegetarian. I did not partake. So did but not partake. But the brisket was great. Good. If you liked meat, A plus. Good. Um, what did you put on your mac and cheese? They had like a little bar. Oh, yeah. I just put some like paprika and a little bit of additional shredded cheese. Yeah. Cheese on your cheese. Cheese on cheese. Why not? Listen, um, if you're going to go in, go in. Right? That was delightful. Every time we went over to the quote unquote stage that they were supposed to be doing at, there was nothing going on except for a very sweaty looking DJ. Yeah. And just like sitting there. He sitting. wasn't like doing a demo of like, let me get your party hyped. He was just like sitting at a chair playing some songs. Yeah. Which doesn't seem like a great like demonstration really. No. And it was clear that like the stage was like the edge of the convention 
And the convention hall that they were in could have held four times the convention that they had. Oh, yeah. I wonder if, like, it used to be bigger. Maybe. I don't know. It also does seem, like, we were talking about this on our way back home, that we didn't see any wedding cakes. No. And I think We only saw nothing but cakes. Nothing but cakes. But, yeah, I think that, I, I think you're right in that wedding cakes are potentially, like, as as a as a tradition, like you know, as one big fucking cake that everybody then gets a piece of after the bride and groom smush each other's face with it, like I think that's going kind of out of fashion because well, people want so like expensive, yeah, and people want stuff that's like small pieces and like stuff that people can pick a bunch of different sty- styles and, and right and try flavors. different stuff, yeah, and they're already cut up so you don't have to spend right, time. like so yeah, cupcakes and like brownies and and you bunt know, like cakes. bunt cakes and like candy bars and that kind yeah. of stuff. I think is more. Uh, in vogue right now as far as weddings go. Yeah, the episode of Four Weddings that we just watched as like a palate cleanser post thing. Palate enforcer, palette I think. Enforcer. Really. Yeah, sort of. Was uh, two people had not real cake. Yeah. Wasn't it just like one lady? Oh, no, they two people had cake. Two people had cake and two people had not real cake. And one of them was... Oh, right, right. Uh, bread pudding and one of them was something else. Was like a bunch of like little cupcakes, cupcakes or, something. or something. Both of those seemed great. Yeah. The cake looked fine. Yeah. Except for Jane's cake. Whatever. Jane sucks. Jane sucks. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of other things that were like notable. I I mean, I, I got quickly overwhelmed. Yeah. Well, I think the biggest thing about this as an event was that it it very much solidified like my role on this podcast, which is to <laughs> say that like weddings as they are culturally understood are sort of capitalist garbage. Uh-huh. Like, and as I said, I think in the cold open, like I don't really, I'm not one of those people who is normally like capitalism is ruining the fabric of society, but you know, it's just like, it's something like this that is, that is theoretically the sort of expression of an intent to love someone for the rest of your life in front of all of your friends and family it has turned into such a weird commodified like dick measuring contest Yeah, that I just like, there's all of this sort of like, you have to have the fanciest this thing. And like, you need to have this thing that costs a whole bunch of money, like, or else you're not doing it right. And it's all just so strangely commodified that it, it really, really puts me off in a big way. Yeah. And being inside of that sort of microcosm of like, this is what weddings are today is very, it was, it made my skin feel gross. Yeah. Cause it's like taken separately. Any of those things that we saw, if it was at someone's wedding, I'd be like, Oh cool. That's a fun thing. Right. But like in this room where everybody had all of their weird shark eyes on me, trying yeah. to get me to buy a thing without talking to my fiance about anything. And like trying to get my phone number so that they can call me forever until I tell them to go away. Yeah. Like it's so desperate seeming and it's so. Uh, it's an industrial complex. It is an industrial complex. Like uh. that's the name of the show, Ron Howard voice. But like it's <laughs> it's really is like it was very much it was very clear in in this experience that you know this is an industry and obviously I know it's an industry but it's a uh, you know it's sort of. Uh, industrializing all of these things that are supposed to be like personal and intimate and, uh, you know, unique to you and just seeing all of those things in one place and going like, okay, you know, obvious abstractly, but looking at it going, okay, 
45 brides are going to hire this service to do this exact same thing at their wedding. Right. That it, it doesn't really mean anything to them personally. It's just like, this is what you must this have. This is at what your you do. Like nowadays it's like, you have to have a photo booth. And so it's like, which photo booths you hire? Like which, what fucking props? Like, do you have a stuffed mustache for your photo booth? Like right. all of and this dumb like you, stuff. And yeah. And again, like taken separately, like any, couple that wants to have a photo booth at their wedding fun what a great idea sure but like this photo booth like industry industry (laughs) it's like i don't know yeah when you put i mean just when you blow it up into this huge thing yeah and you're looking at it as a as very much a a sort of consumer experience it feels predatory it does and like as a freelancing person like not to say that i don't think people should like sell their wares to people and like these caterers and these photo booth people and these DJs, like they're all trying to make they're their money. They're all business people trying to like live a life, but right. it, it's just very, it's the like industrial complex of it all that really yeah. like, it's very pushy and it's very like aggressive and desperate feeling. Yeah. Desperate on both ends. Like you're desperate to have someone buy your wares and then you're desperate to have a good party. Right. Exactly. So there's this like mutual desperation that leads everybody to be just kind of like sweaty and dead in the eyes. Yeah. And it made me nervous. Made me real nervous. And it just makes me feel uncomfortable to have to tell people I can't make a decision right now when they want me to talk to them about something. Oh, yeah. And, like, walking around there, I felt immediately like it was a poor decision to go in the first place because walking around there, I was like, I don't want to talk to anybody. Mm -hmm. And I don't want them to try and sell me anything. And then I remembered that's explicitly the reason you go to these things. Right. And I was like, that sucks. I messed it up. (laughs) Whoops. I did the wrong thing. I came to this voluntarily. And here we are. But I feel like I learned a lot. I learned about like wedding cakes. I learned about like how I actually feel. I've been feeling a lot of like, um, I want to take all of the joy in my wedding that I absolutely can. And I want to like throw a good party and give people a good time. Um, But there are things that I've been like, I've been feeling like I needed to care about and I don't really care about. Yeah. That like going to this thing and walking around and looking at the like desperation in people's eyes about it made me be like, oh, I really don't care about it. Right. Because I just felt sad and like I needed to listen to their spiel about a thing. And and then you're like, oh, like this is not actually something that I want. This is just something that the world has told me I'm supposed to want. Right. Which is so much of life as a woman really uh, in general. Yeah. But especially in something like this. And that's really, we were talking about that too on the way home that like, um, this is like a, a wedding is one of the only traditional times in a woman's life where they like let her make the day about her. Yeah. And, uh, that she makes the decisions and chooses what to do. But in the end, really that's not real either because you have to look perfect doing it and you have to do what other people want you to do. Right. You have to like fulfill other people's expectations and you have to look the best you've ever looked. Otherwise it doesn't count. So it's really just setting women up to fail. Oh, absolutely. 100%. (laughs) Like it's, it's all, it's all commercialized nonsense. Like the way that we think about weddings, it's all like, this has to be, it's kind of like how people say like, you know, high school is supposed to be the best time of your life. Yeah, like, if and it you're is, like, I'm no. stressed out. And so you, you can't 
that's automatically setting people up to have a bad time because mm-hmm. it's never going to be that. No, and no. it's like your wedding is supposed to be the best fucking day of your life. So like you better make it perfect or else you're going to regret it until you die. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of that. And there's a lot of like, this is why you should spend thousands and thousands of dollars on the centerpieces that you're not going to remember. Right. That And nobody's going to give a fuck about. Like, as I was saying earlier, like if you have carefully curated the invite list to your wedding and you invite people who are going to sit there and be like, these fucking centerpieces are like really ugly and cheap and I don't like um, them. Excuse me. Then like you should not have invited that person to your wedding. You're Fuck off, Sharon. Not a good friend, Sharon. You're not a good friend. <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing is like this. The whole idea is that you're bringing people together that you love and who love you and are happy that you are getting married and like making a family yeah. with someone that you care about. So they shouldn't give a shit about, what napkin rings with whether or not you've personalized your napkin ring. Holders. Yeah. There was a, there was a lady who was personalizing napkin rings. Uh, that's the thing you don't need. You don't, you don't, you really don't. No one's going to take that home with them. No. You just have to throw it away. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you, man. I think this all comes back to our major thesis point, which is always like, do what you can afford. Do what you can afford. Because, like, if you are a very, very wealthy person, like, more power to you. If you would love you to have go to town. a purple brocade wedding with a fucking tiny house for a photo booth. Go for it. And a party bus where a man will try to sell you a party bus on it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Great. And, yeah, I mean, I, I think we've we've said this before, but, like, our, our intent on this podcast is never to... to Yuck a yum. To yuck somebody's yum or to say, like, you want this thing, so, like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. But it's just the whole... We're more examining the, like, reason why it's asked of us in the first place. Exactly. And, like, why these expectations exist and, like, what, you know... In general, I just... I think people should do what they feel like they want to do and not what is required of them by tradition or by the people who advertise. Yeah. And I'm going to say this, and I don't feel bad about making this platitude. Ladies... Ask more of your male partners. Yeah, Jesus. I mean, partners ask more of your partners. Like, don't be right, in general a whole wedding by yourself. That's really hard. Right. And especially if uh, there's this, I think there's this ridiculous sort of tradition of, uh, you know, in fiction and in, in reality TV of this sort of bumbling husband who's like, oh, no, honey, like, oh, I don't really know how I to do it so good. It. And Neither it's like, do no, I. Nobody knows how to do it. It's <laughs> no just that women how. are trained to, like, do things... That they don't because know they to. have to. Because like, they have to. Uh, so everybody just get over yourselves and like give yeah. it a try. Talk to each other because it's both of your weddings, even if it is Damon's special day. Right. And that'll be enough. You, whatever you want to have happen will be enough. Right. And do what you can Unless afford. your parents are like really overbearing, like that one lady's mom on four weddings. Ugh. She like made her buy another wedding dress. Gross. That's terrible. I hate it so Gross. much. Gross. Let your daughter wear what she wants. Ambry, you Ambry. do you. Ambry, we love you. <laughs> I didn't mean to love you, but I do. So it, it was an accident. We just got to know you so well. It was a very long episode. I have a lot of feelings about it. <laughs> Ambry. Uh, I think that does it. I think that does it for our... I think so. I mean, I I, think, I have to go recycle a large amount of business cards. Right. From one tailor company. Yeah, they gave you a lot of business they cards. They gave you a, a fistful of them. Yeah. Um, And I have a lot of pens now. That's always good. You'll never run out. No, never. And I ate a lot of cake. Bund cake. Bund cake. There was mimosas, but you had to pay for them, and that was like, no. Yeah, it's like, give me something free or I'm, get out. Yeah, I don't want to pay for nothing. No. I'll pay for eating that brisket later. Yeah. On my stomach. Yeah. But, but not with money. Not with money. <laughs> with my time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Uh, that's it for this week. Yeah. So on that note, uh, you're Liz. I'm Tegan. No, I'm <laughs> I'm Tegan. This is you're Tegan. We're that's trying, a bit that we we're do. trying to do a cute bit. And do it we're again. Not doing Sing industrial complex. Uh, uh, and you know, as always, do, do what, what you, you can, can afford. afford. Bye. Thanks for listening to My Wedding Industrial Complex. If you have any thoughts or comments you would like to send to us, you can contact us at mwicpodcast at gmail.com. You can get in touch with us on our website, which is myweddingindustrialcomplex.wordpress.com. Thanks to our composer, Charles E. Miller, for our theme song. And as always, do what you can afford.